This is Ozarks at Large. With me on the phone from his office in Fort Smith is Michael Tilly with Talk Business and Politics, who inexplicably likes colder weather. Welcome back, Michael. It's not inexplicable. It's just common sense, you know. <laughs> it's, the, it's those knuckle-draggers you like it hot, but I don't understand. Well, do each their own, <laughs> as I have said before when we talk. <laughs> Let's start with a big number, billion with a B and arc best. They passed that milestone. Yep. yep. Now, um, I know for the Walmart watchers out there, a billion and a quarter may not be much, but for ArcBest, it's their first quarter in corporate history, and the company's been around almost 100 years, 98 years. And it's the first quarter in their history that they reached a billion do- over a billion dollars in revenue. Uh, it was $1.016 billion. That was up 28% compared to the same period in 2020. Their net income... Uh, third quarter net income was um, just under $64 million, uh, which was well ahead of the $29.4 million in the same quarter last year. Um, and the revenue for the company, now this, again, ArcBest is now, you know, the parent company of ABF Freight and ArcBest Logistics. So it's a shipping and logistics company. But the revenue in the first nine months of the company is $2.7, almost $2.8 billion, up from $2.1 billion in 2020 net income in the first nine months is 148 million. That's up over 213% uh, compared to the same period in 2020. And and I want to kind of point out, we've talked before about how these JB Hunt and, and, and Pam transport and ArcBest, a lot of these trucking and logistics companies are doing better because of the supply chain disruption and now bottlenecks and all of that. I want to give your, uh, listeners, uh, uh, just a couple of numbers to explain where how this money comes in. First of all, they're in in the trucking industry, especially in the less than truckload, which is primarily what ArcBest does through ABF Freight. Their average build revenue per hundred weight, which is a term in the industry, was thirty eight dollars and ninety five cents in the first nine months, up almost fourteen percent compared to the same period in twenty twenty. The average build revenue per shipment. Again, the average build revenue per shipment in the first nine months was $511, up uh, a little over 17%. What those two numbers tell you is that ArcBest and companies like them are able to get a lot more money, double-digit percentage increases, to haul the same stuff they were hauling last year, and also their tonnage is up. I think the tonnage up, the tonnage for the first nine months of the year was up uh, is over 4%. Uh, for ArcBest. And and if you look at their logistics numbers, you're seeing some of the same increases in terms of the revenue per load and that type of thing. So the question is, if you're an uh, ArcBest shareholder, which unfortunately before I had a little break between my in my journalism career, and I tell you how smart I am, Kyle, I had shares, uh, ArcBest shares that were a little over $20, and they hit $30, and I thought I was going to be real smart and cash it in. Mm-hmm. Shares are shares are around $100 bucks now. The question is, how long does this last? Who knows? I, you can talk to two or three different economists and two or three different supply chain experts, and you're going to get 10 to 20 different answers on when the supply chain issues begin to unwind. But um, 
I don't see this slowing down for the likes of ArcBest and J.B. Hunt uh, in the near term. All right, so as long as we're talking about giant percentage raises, let's go to uh, building activity in the Fort Smith metro area in October up, what, 250%? Yeah, well, um, well, let me, let me, yeah, for October it was. It was, right. it was up considerably. You had a couple of large um, uh, commercial permits uh, in Fort Smith, for um, um, a C&G plant at the city's landfill and the, for DBAT, DBAT baseball and softball academies. Apparently that's the thing now, indoor climate control facilities to teach people how to hit a ball. But let me just throw quickly, I'll run through these numbers because I know numbers can sometimes make people's eyes glaze over. Um, through the end of October, so for the first 10 months of the year, for the region, that's Fort Smith, Van Buren, and Greenwood. The region has total permit value of $285 million higher than the $237 million for the same period last year. Fort Smith's numbers through the first 10 months are $244 million. That's up 16.4%. Van Buren has had uh, just under $32 million. That's up 59.4%. And in Greenwood, uh, they've had just under $10 million, and that's up 21%. So incredible increases for the first 10 months for those three cities. There, someone could argue that uh, inflation in construction materials and even in construction labor could cause that. I don't think it's going to. I don't think it can cause all of it, and especially in Van Buren's case, where they had almost sixty-nine percent growth. Um, that's just more activity, and not only more activity, but higher values per permit uh, for the year uh, in the Fort Smith area. And again, this is on top of a record year last year. So these. These comparisons aren't just against a, a very down year, 2020, because 2020 was a, a pretty remarkable year in terms of uh, construction activity also. Finally, I want to direct listeners to um, an article that came up late this week on TalkBusiness.net. It's about a Southside High School graduate, uh, Air Force Academy cadet named Madison Marsh, who's really working hard to make the world a better place. Tell me about this article. Yeah, it's a, a great story. I, you know, I'd heard of Whitney's race, and it's Whitney was Madison's um, mother who died three years ago. In fact, November 1st was her, the three-year anniversary of her death. She was di- she was, di- was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and she died just 10 months after that diagnosis. She was just 41 uh, and had um, five kids, um, three girls and two boys, and so her family, along with Madison, formed this Whitney Marsh Foundation where they're raising money and awareness for pancreatic cancer. Um, I didn't know this. I, I think we instinctively know that pancreatic cancer is not a a good thing, but I didn't know that just a little over 9% of people diagnosed with pancreatic cancer live more than five years. So it's a it's damn near a death sentence. And so um, Madison is lobbying. She's a at the U.S. Air Force Academy. She was able to get a, a few days leave, and uh, Congressman Steve Womack uh, from Rogers was able to set her up with some meetings with different con- uh, members of Congress, with uh, officials at the National Institutes of Health. And she just happened to run into Tony Blair, the former um, U.K. Prime Minister. And according to Mr. Womack, who I was able to interview, uh, Mr. Blair didn't just say hi and how you doing and move off. He stood there and listened to her, to Madison's elevator speech about the issue and about the need for more funding. So that was kind of the highlight of the, the trip to some extent, the headline, but maybe the more important thing is that 
she was also able to talk to this Capital One Zoom meeting, the bank company. They had a Zoom conference about veterans issues. And, and Madison was able to get in there and, and get on there and talk about the Whitney Marsh uh, Foundation and what she was doing. Uh, and they were so impressed that they, on the spot, gave her a ten, they donated ten thousand uh, dollars to the Whitney Marsh Foundation. So um, she didn't come away empty-handed. She said she's going to keep lobbying officials in Congress as long as she can to get to get more money for pancreatic cancer research. Part of her objective is to create this testing system using members of the military and veterans. So because there's not a lot of testing to establish some better, better processes for early diagnosis, because early diagnosis is the only way to have a a chance to beat um, pancreatic cancer. So that's part of her push also. It's a great article, and it's among the things that you can find at talkbusiness.net. And so in between your doom scrolling, go find this article, and it'll give you It'll give you a lift. <laughs> yes, it, it will. It will. Thanks for the thanks for the note on that. All right, Michael Tilley is with Talk Business and Politics. You can read about all of this and so much more at talkbusiness.net. All right, get under your down blanket. Enjoy this chilly weekend. We'll talk again next Friday. All right. Yeah, nothing like a good blanket and a good cup of coffee. Okay. <laughs> thanks, Michael. <laughs> all right. Later.